Oh my god, are you talking about the new podcast? It's called Gray's World. Hey guys, welcome to Gray's World. I am Gray, and I am stressed out. Oh, I'm so stressed out. You know when you're so stressed, though, that you get to this point where you're kind of like numb and calm? I'm kind of there. I'm kind of getting there. I'm doing like random shit. I'm procrastinating a lot of things, building to the stress, building. You always build it. You don't get rid of it. (laughs) No. So I'm like stress cleaning a lot. Um, Internally, I have that anxious buzz like in my entire body from head to toe. Um, Definitely in the stomach. Um, So I guess I'm just like channeling my energy into cleaning because I do clean when I get stressed out. Um, Why am I stressed? I mean, I guess we'll get to it, but like my work is closing this week. I do not have another job lined up yet because like I think in my like subconscious, I'm like you deserve at least a week off. Um, Like, I mean, I've just been very stressed out working this job for a very long time. I haven't had a break. And I think I subconsciously like cannot even fathom starting a new job without having at least a week break. But I'm like, can I financially do that? And so that thought alone has just been like prevalent on the mind. Can't stop thinking about it, but doing nothing about it because that's how I deal with shit. So I am cleaning. So that's a positive of it is that I channel all my energy into cleaning and I think I have some sativa weed right now because let me tell you, it's getting me going. Thank God. I need some kind of fucking energy. Um, I scrubbed my tub. I woke up on Sunday morning at like eight o'clock and I scrubbed my bathtub. It's never looked better. But like, why did I wake up so early on a Sunday to do that? I don't know. Also clean my toilet. Like why, why am I scrubbing my toilet instead of looking for a job? You tell me. I can't. I can't do it yet. Oh my God, the energy inside me is just so nervous and anxious. Um, I think I need to stop looking at it that way because like, did I like doing back of house at a restaurant? No, no, I didn't. Was I good at it? Yes. Did I like it? No. And uh, it's been offered to me to just stay at the job that I have. I know that's confusing to some of you. <laughs> There, there is a possibility that I could just stay doing what I'm doing, but I just can't mentally fathom that. It, it, but it's nice to have as a fallback, but I just think I would hate that. And I've had so many jobs in the past that like I go to knowing that I hate it just because I think that I need to ha- have this job and this is my job. I have to go to it. So it's just hard for me to wrap my head around like that I'm doing this for me, like finding a job that will make me happy, that I will not be stressed at, that I will actually like going to and that I enjoy because I think I deserve that. But finding it is kind of a process, which is also why I'm doing the tie-dye stuff. I'm trying to sell the tie-dye in the meantime to try to, you know, maybe I can afford a week off. Um, Then I get in my head about that and I'm like, no one's going to buy it. Why are you wasting your time doing that? I'm just having... And in my head week or year, you know, <laughs> you know, might be longer than this week. Um, I also asked everybody on Instagram if you guys had a closed chair or not, because usually guys, I mean, I posted one. If I'm being like straight up real with you, I probably have three closed chairs at all time. 
One of them is a pile. I actually have a pile of clothes I have to put into a bag just to send off to donate to ThreadUp. Haven't even done that. It's all ready to go. I've already folded it. It's in a stack. I just won't put it in the bag. I also have clothes that are clean it's still in the laundry basket that I won't put away. Then I have my dirty clothes on top of a different hamper. Then I have my clothes with all my clean clothes that aren't in the basket. I mean, guys, it's a never-ending cycle. Oh, but guess what? Since I'm so fucking stressed out, I said today I'm tackling all my fucking clothes chairs. And I'm not. I am, I am going to bed with empty chairs. Also, if you don't have a clothes chair please call into the pod and tell me about your life because I think that you're living like a fantasy life that I want. I can't even believe that some people are saying, no, I don't have a clothes chair. What do you mean? Where do you put your clothes? I just don't know what you're saying. But today I tackled it. Right now I'm in the middle of it. Um, my procrastination is making my schedule like very crazy. My ADD and mixed with stress and procrastination is like, I go into a room, I do a task, I walk out of it, I start a new one. You know how it is. And then I was like, oh yeah, it's podcast day. So then I had to stop cleaning clothes chair. I'm not saying I'm not prepared. I have things to talk about. I'm just saying I'm scatterbrained and stressed and I'm sorry if it's coming through in this episode, but this is my life and this is my real week. Okay. And it's not its not that I'm in cleaning mode all of the time when I'm stressed out because, I mean, it's, it's usually the opposite. That's why I have to clean. That's why I have things to clean because I was, I'm usually so stressed out that I do nothing. Am I just painting myself out to be like a lazy, crazy person? I don't know. I think I'm just like, I can't turn this into a positive right now. I'm not in the right mindset. Um, it was my first job that I had that I had to like be in a restaurant and like deal with customers and you learn so much from that. (laughs) I will literally never forget everything that I had for the first time there food wise too. I mean, down to like, I didn't eat mayonnaise or bacon (laughs) when I worked, when I first started working there. And I remember I wouldn't even eat a bite of a club sandwich. And so like, every every piece of seafood for the first time I've had in pops <laughs> like different cuisines different like you know fucking pate just it I tried so many foods there obviously met my boyfriend there I did every job that you could do in that restaurant at some point over the over the six years that that well it's been five and a half years that we've been open. I was complete front of house. I was bussing tables. I was food runner. I was a cashier. I was cleaning at the same time of doing all of that. I was talking to every customer. I was taking every order. I was, t- I was a bartender taking drinks to people, pouring drinks. Then now I'm back of house. So I'm cooking all the food. I mean, it's just like, I'm so immersed in it. And now it's just ending, which is like a huge life change like huge life change. Also, I like, I live above it. So I can't just like run downstairs anymore. Do you know what I mean? That's weird. It's just so much change at one time. And I think like finding a new job on top of that is fucking crazy. I need a break. Um, Corn tortilla fries it up in oil and like shallow fries it, not deep fries it, but just shallow pan fries it and kind of forms it into a taco shell while he's frying it. And then as it 
as it sets, it cools into a taco shell and you have fresh, crispy taco shells. Guys, the taco shells that come from the store are trash. I mean, you know how I feel about the tortillas from the store as well, but the hard corn tortilla shells, they fucking suck. And this crispy one, it was so fresh. And oh, you know what I did? I actually heated up a flour tortilla and put cheese on that, then laid the crispy motherfucker in there and had a double dacker fucking taco. It was amazing. It was probably, I told Josh, it was probably the best taco I had ever made. It was beef avocado. That's my favorite. Like that's just classic beef avocado, like iceberg beef avocado, probably jalapeno because I'm a spicy bitch. Definitely hot sauce. Definitely hot sauce. I told Josh that was probably the best taco I've ever made where I didn't make the tortilla. Amazing. But then I did another version of it. So that was like early in the week, made that. That was like pretty early last week. Last night, me and Josh made Mexican food as we do. And I decided to do kind of like a crispy pan fried flour tortilla taco, almost like almost like a mini quesadilla taco. That's the only way I can describe it. So Josh made refried beans, which were so fucking good. So I took a small, like the street taco size of the flour tortilla, smeared some beans in there, put a little bit of cheese. You can't go crazy on either because then everything will just fall out. And then it was like a Mexican veggie mix that I stuffed in there as well. I think it was like zucchini, corn, peppers, onion, some potato, um, and like a ton of seasonings and salsa and shit. I, I kind of like neatly tucked that in and then crisp it up on both sides. Towards the end, I was putting cheese on the outside of the taco and it was creating like a cheese it on the outside. It was so fucking good. I am, the possibilities are endless with those fucking tortillas. Like I also am going to make tostadas with the corn tortillas. I've already, I've already thought about this. I want to do like veggie tostadas with refried beans. I've been really into Mexican food. I, I kind of like, honestly, I think it ties in with the stress. It's like my comfort food is just Mexican food. So I've just been eating Mexican food all week and I can't complain. I really can't. I fucking love it. It brings me joy. It also brings me joy. That's why I'm craving it. Because I'm sad as fuck. Okay. Also, I've had some good drinks and one of them was so good that like all of us couldn't believe how good it was. So Monta, we went to Monta's house, me and Josh, but I just can't believe Josh was able to do it for that long. I mean, I just don't know how anybody, he, he's so involved. It's such a small operation. And actually I'm just so like proud of him that he, he's like the least complainy person I've ever met in my life, which is shocking because I'm probably, I'm probably the most complainy person I know. So I don't know how he even fucking deals with me at some points. Um, but he never complains and he just fucking works so hard all the time. So I understand, I mean, I don't, I don't understand when people don't understand why he is closing and there's more that I could say, but I'm not because I'm not going to speak for him, but it's just time, but end of an era and like weird, but like, I'm happy for him because it's like fucking time, but also it's just like weird. And that's how I feel. That was the feeling section of this podcast. Let's immediately switch into me talking about food and drink because that's what I really want to talk about. 
So I still have those mini tortillas um, because they're just so versatile I and they're so cheap that I just keep buying a pack every time I get groceries. But this week I decided – I was like, well, I'm going to get a pack of the corn tortillas too because I fuck hard with a corn tortilla. Like very different vibe from the flour but like certain things I only want for corn, certain things I only want in flour. You know what? I motherfucking combined them this week. Oh, yeah. I was on TikTok and somebody was like – it was this Mexican guy who like does cooking videos and he was like, well, growing up, my mom made this. It's not very traditional Mexican but like if we were making like American-style tacos, um, this is what we would make. He takes – I guess this is the exclusive if you do listen to my pod and you listen <laughs> – and you listen to my pod and you live in Richmond that this is officially Pops' last week. Um, I think there's been some speculation. We haven't really told anybody when because it's honestly – it's like when does the food run out <laughs> this week? Um, but it's just weird. It's really the end of an era. Like I don't know what else to say. And also it's like I have to deal with that. I just don't understand why you don't wait. Wait for it to be ripe. It's a fucking fruit. So Monto is giving us like the best honeydew of my life. Like I was just – I could not believe how good it was. All but Me, her, and Josh were just like dying at it. And – uh, someone had given me and Josh a bottle of tequila. So we were like, try, we we're going to try it. And then we wanted to make Palomas because we had grapefruit. So tequila, grapefruit, mm, that is just one of my favorite combinations. But then all of a sudden I was like, wait, why don't I put some of this honeydew juice in here and a few chunks of honeydew? Something about honeydew, grapefruit, and tequila. Oh my God. It was so refreshing and like the honeydew is sweet. The grapefruit's a little tart. I mean, oh my God. It would, I think that cucumber would, I mean, no, not fucking cucumber. <laughs> I think that cantaloupe would also be good, but maybe with like a classic margarita, maybe like lime with cantaloupe. I'm just, I feel like I need more melon, melon based tequila drinks in my life try it. Please try it. I know it's kind of random and not everybody has honeydew, but if you are a fan of melon and you drink alcohol, please try this honeydew Paloma. I mean, it was amazing. We we did another round. We were like, we got to recreate this magic. Don't forget the salt. You got to, I mean, that's, that's in every fucking thing. <laughs> Don't forget the salt. Yes. Even in cocktails. Oh, you know what guys? Holy shit. I went to Aldi. Do you guys know about Aldi? Like, yes, I know I'm actually late to the game. I'm not like oblivious to that. I had been to Aldi once before and it was probably two years ago, maybe even more. I think it was Sunday. And she was like, oh, I have fresh honeydew. Do you want some? It's really good. And I love honeydew. And I'm I'm often disappointed because people – often restaurants serve underripe honeydew. And I'm just like, why? Why are you doing this? Like, And it was like fine. I was kind of like, oh, this is like not that good. You know, I think that people come here for specific stuff. But like overall, I'm not really into this – and I'm a Kroger girl, by the way. Like, I go to Kroger. That's that's where I shop. I feel like it's the cheapest. That's the best deals. We're going to get coffee. So we're, like, in a certain part of town. And I'm like, it's Sunday. We've got to get ingredients to make our Mexican food tonight. And I'm not trying to go to a fucking Kroger on a Sunday. I don't want to do it. I, I don't want to face it. And I was like, you know what? There's a random Aldi over here. Like, let's just pop in and get the two items. It was sour cream and iceberg lettuce, which is non-negotiable for Mexican food. And guys, Aldi fucking 
rules. Like, I don't think I'm gonna go to Kroger again. I, I fucking loved Aldi. The prices were so low, and it was like the same shit as the grocery store. Also, they had golden kiwis for $3.45. You guys know I paid $6, don't bring it up, at fucking Publix, like a month ago. Even Kroger is not that cheap. Guys, this was cheaper than Kroger. I found Baby Bell like cheese snacks, which I never can buy at Kroger because they're like $6. They were $2.50. I found 5% Greek yogurt, two thirty. What is happening? It was like nice quality products for so cheap. Oh, okay. Also, I've really been wanting to go to Trader Joe's because I'm white. It's the whitest fucking place in the land. But the fucking snack game at Trader Joe's, you know I'm a stoner. I want the snacks. But also I've been eyeing everyone on in, uh, every, Instagram, TikTok, what the fuck ever. They make those hash brown patties in the air fryer. I don't have an air fryer, but I want the patties. And Aldi had a pack of like 20 of them for like $3. So you know I got them. And I'm so excited that they have knockoff Trader Joe's shit. Oh my God. And it was, okay, it was also clean. And it was also like the aisles were like not crowded. Like I never felt like I was like people were in my fucking like shit in my aisle. I hate when someone is like clearly I'm like looking at the beans right now and clearly I don't know which one I want. So I have to take a look at it. Please don't come and act like you want beans at the same time. Please move along and come back. That's just proper etiquette. Okay. But I didn't have any problems with that in Aldi. Oh my God, guys, me, <laughs> since Pops is closing this week and obviously I'm getting a new job and everything's changing, we're kind of like thinking this might be our last like Monday that we can kind of like all get together and go out for happy hour. So me, Manta and Josh, and like we don't usually do that. Well, Manta is free at night. And so we're going to go. Oh my God. So picking a place for happy hour for me, it's about price. Like, why would I go somewhere if it's not a good deal? Like, happy hour is a deal thing. Like, I don't know what else to say. It's about saving money. And you know your girl is poorsies, okay? You know it. You know it because I tell you every episode. I'm poor. <laughs> and I don't – I literally, for the life of me, I cannot remember how I found this. It might have been like suggest a suggested post on Instagram because there's just no way that I would know about this place – we're going to a sports bar. <laughs> Me, Josh, and Monta at like 5.30 p.m. tonight, we're going to a sports bar. And I told – it's in Scott's Edition, guys, which is like uh, – how would you guys describe Scott's Edition for people who don't live in Richmond? Um, young – is it yo pro? Uh, young professional, maybe some bro-y type people – in an industrial bar hoppy, um, but but only beer. It's like beer heavy. It's really not my favorite neighborhood, guys. It really is not. But we're going today because we're going to a sports bar. And all of this doesn't make sense for me except for the fact that their, their deals seem too good to be true. So I'll definitely update you on that. Um, can't remember the name of it because it's like – a really like stupid sports bar name, but I will report back. I also told Monta and Josh that I want us to play up like that. We all really like, I want to walk in and be like, all right, you got the game on or what? Like, is the game on? 
which 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 game is on and which game is not. I know all of them. I'm familiar with all games. Um, I really want to like start. I want to like ask people if they know about certain players that like aren't real. Um, I don't know. Like maybe I'll just like using like a celebrity's name as an athlete. I'll be like, oh my god, did Dua Lipa score that point? I think I think I can fuck with the employees, but like in a nice way, like in a sport. Like I'm not like gonna fuck with them in like a real way. I just like. I just want to bring a confident sport, like, knowledge with no knowledge of sport. I mean, here's the thing. I don't want to fucking watch sports at all. Um, I, I like here, – here's the list of sports that I can tolerate. Um, and if I – if you didn't know I was white already, then get ready um, because it's swimming and tennis. So I was a swimmer growing up, so clearly – that's the connection there. And it's rarely ever shown on TV, but the Olympics are coming up and they always show swimming. So very, very excited about watching swimming at the Olympics. What a great, what a fun sport to watch. Fucking love it. Also, it's the hardest sport of all time. No questions asked. <laughs> it's so hard. Um, also tennis. Okay. I had this like epiphany that I loved watching tennis when God, like years ago when I was still in college, I went to the gym. The, the fucking VCU gym is so nice. I literally like have flashbacks of like how fucking nice that gym was. Like I cannot believe that we just got to belong as we were students. My God. Can I like – can I – can I like – no, you have to like scan yourself in. I'm like how can I scam myself in? How can I get in without them realizing? Can I just like flirt with someone? It's worth a try. Talk show or something. But then all of a sudden it changed to sports. And I was like, all right, do I like, do I stop my workout or do I just like fucking watch the sport? And it was tennis. And I was like, I don't even know how to like keep score of tennis. Guys, I got so wrapped up in that game. It was like the French Open and it was even men. And I could not look away. I got so invested that I think I worked out longer than I'd like ever worked out on the machine because I didn't want to leave. And ever since then, I've been obsessed with watching tennis. Whenever it's on, I'm obsessed. But tennis and swimming, end of list. If this bar does not have one of them, ugh, is it even a real sports bar? You tell me. I just think it's hilarious. What do I even wear to a sports bar? Like, should I, should I kind of dress down? I don't know. But they've got like $5 drinks. So it's like I'm not not going. It's just fucking weird. Also, since I'm procrastinating today, it's like that actually is keeping me on schedule because it's like, well, you've got to get all your shit done before you go to happy hour because you're not doing it after you get back from happy hour. God, isn't that the truest fucking statement? I'm not doing anything after I come back from happy hour. But also going to happy hour is part of my procrastination from stress. I also hope that I don't get too drunk because I am stressed because normally I like to have like one, maybe two drinks and then I'm like, please stop giving me alcohol. But when I'm stressed, I might, I might, I might want more. Ooh, I'm, I'm just, this week of my life is going to be interesting. I think, I think it's going to be interesting. Oh, deep breaths. I got to breathe. Got to breathe. Got to drink water. When I edit this, I want to hear myself remind me, great drink water. You have had none today. Please drink water and get your clothes out of the dryer. 
And I would always pick the machines I would want to go on based off of what the TV was playing. And one day I I picked a station, like I picked a um, a machine that was in front of something that was probably like a daytime. Okay, so if you follow me on Instagram at Gray's World Pod, you already know this, but at work we have work Oreos. And they change usually weekly, but sometimes we don't finish them in a week. So like maybe maybe every other week. But I've realized that we have – I've written down 11. We have tried 11 flavors over the past like in 2021. <laughs> so I'm here to tell you my ranking and what I did and did not like. And also what I want to see from Oreo in the future because I know Oreo listens. We are friends. We are, we are lifelong friends. You know what? I'm going to start from worst. I'm going to go worst to best. And the worst is straight up caramel coconut. Like what the fuck is that flavor? Oh, it okay. The That sounds really good to me. Like that is something that I think I would love. It's a chocolate cookie and the middle layer or the cream is, why did I call it a middle layer? The cream is a caramel flavored cream with coconut in it. And so having texture in the Oreo cream, coming in next, we have Java chip. Coming in at um, second to last is Oreo Thins lemon flavored. These literally, now, okay, the thin Oreos are obviously exactly what it sounds like. The cookies are really thin and they kind of melt in your mouth. I'm not saying I don't like the thin aspect, but they just suck in the flavor department. They don't taste like lemon. Like, hello, Oreo? Have you ever heard of lemon zest? Please get a zester and the Oreo factory. Jesus. There's no flavor to these. They taste like nothing. They don't even taste like vanilla cookies. Like, it tastes like – it actively tastes like nothing. Like somehow what's coming to mind is like Lauren Conrad, like just like beige and like a headband, just like so boring. Just like my palate is so bored when I'm eating a lemon Oreo that I just think of Lauren Conrad. I feel like some of you will understand. She's just so boring. I mean, guys, she's so boring. Um, Coming in next, we have carrot cake. No, I didn't dislike this. I, I explained a little bit last week because this is like a newer one. It's just too aggressive with the spice. They need to tone it down because I prefer a non-chocolate cookie always. But this is a this is like a spiced cookie and it's just too aggressive. And I truly cannot eat more than two of them. It's like they are going to not sell as many because you just can't eat as many. It's just stupid. It's just too much, too extra, needs to calm down. I think they could redo this one. And I I like the idea that it's like based off of a cake. Like hummingbird cake is my favorite cake. It's like pineapple, pecan, coconut, banana. That's an Oreo. I would love for Oreo to start doing like themes. They're like, all right, this summer we're doing cakes. We're doing classic cakes. Or like this summer we're doing fruity flavors. Or oh my God, like a cobbler, a fucking blueberry cobbler. Did they have they had that? That sounds so fucking good. Or like 
some kind of jammy. Oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Half cream, half jam in the middle with a golden. When I say golden, I really want vanilla. I'm not loving their vanilla. I'm not I'm not loving their like classic golden Oreo. I will never choose to eat that over a classic chocolate Oreo. I'm not fucking crazy. But I like when there's different creams in the middle with the light cookie. Of course I do. But carrot cake just not doing it for me. Gotta gotta say. All right, next is birthday cake. I also enjoyed this. It was just that it was too sweet. It's too sweet. And is there a difference? Is is there a difference between cake batter flavor things and birthday cake flavored things? Because I think that over the years now that's just one thing, but there's two names for it and it's really confusing. Cake batter was always the thing that was like the fucking flavor of ice cream at oh my god, what is it called? Cold Stone. I was gonna call it Stone Cold Steve Austin. If I'm if I'm being honest, so that's what I, that's what came to mind. I always used to get a Cold Stone Steve Austin. I would get birthday cake remix, which was birthday no, it was cake batter ice cream with sprinkles and chocolate sauce and brownies. <laughs> I need to go to a fucking Cold Stone. Um, but. I would never not get the cake batter ice cream. Then I swear I went later on in life and they had a birthday cake flavor. And I was like, what? Do you not have cake batter anymore? I just, I need it. I need a clear line on what is, what are there two different things or is there one thing? It's like having cookie dough flavored something and then chocolate chip flavored something. They are so different. They can't just overlap. Let me tell you, it is not good when the cream of an Oreo has a texture. It, it's like I thought something was wrong. I thought the cookie was old when I bit into it. And it's the most fake caramel flavor ever. It's like it, it tastes wrong. Like something – I feel like it's the most chemical tasting Oreo of all time. And I do not recommend it. Even though that sounds good, I don't recommend it. Java chip is a classic chocolate cookie and in the middle is kind of a creamy coffee cream, which is really good. And then within that, there's like little flecks of chocolate. So, you know, it's mocha-esque chocolate coffee. Um, I like this one. It's definitely good. It's really good dipped in coffee um, instead of milk. Like if you want to dip it into your coffee, mm. But there is a tinge of fakeness. The coffee is a very fake coffee flavor. Um, and it's it's obviously way better than the coconut caramel, but like in that way that like Oreo can't do certain flavors. And it kind of sucks. Um, the next one is the newest one I have tried. I tried it literally earlier today. Um, it is also a caramel one, so I'll have to tell you how I like it. But this is a salted caramel brownie. Now, there's something about this one that sets it apart. It's that there's salt on it. There's salt on both sides of this fucking Oreo. And in the middle, there's two stripes of filling. There's a caramel and a brownie layer, just a chocolate layer. And I was worried because of the caramel coconut. I was like, I don't like Oreo's rendition of caramel. It's the most fake thing. It's not as bad. It It is not as bad, clearly. I mean, it's higher up on the list. But there's something about that salt. 
any, I mean, it's genius. It's literally genius. Any and every Oreo, you know how I feel, could benefit from salt. The classic could use a little sprinkling, a little salt. Do a fucking collab with Maldon. Do a fucking salty Oreo. That's why my number one, we're going to get there. We're not there yet. That's why my number one is my number one. Salt on an Oreo is powerful. They really need to think about that. Coming in next. It's really hard to keep track because I wrote this in a terribly organized way. I did it to myself is the Oreo Thins and the mint flavor. Guys, these legitimately just taste like Thin Mints. They are so good. The My only qualm is that I just wish they were thick Oreos. I want thick mint Oreos. I don't need it to be thin. Like I like that – I like the consistency, but it's like I could do this on a normal fucking thick-ass Oreo. I don't need it to be thin. But flavor-wise, I fucking love them and I – I ate these really fast. Like they were so addictive. I loved them. Do they make a chunky mint Oreo? Yeah, they have to. They literally have to. I'll get it at Lombardi Market. I bet they have it. Coming in next is s'mores. Now, this one was like long awaited for me. I knew I was going to like it because I like s'more shit. I talked about this last week. But they held up. I liked them. I've noticed that this is the first one I've noticed this in. They've changed the rows. They used to go vertically and now they go horizontally. And like I'm talking like within the package, it's so much better. Because before when they were when they were vertical, you couldn't get to the corners and then all of them got smushed. And it was like, why are you doing this to me? So now they've changed them. When I opened up the s'mores one, it was like they were horizontal. And I was like, oh, this is so smart. So it makes me think they could evolve in some other ways if they're if they're willing to evolve in the packaging style. But they were really good. They were classic. This also was the first time I saw a dual flavored cream be two creams on top of each other instead of side by side. Because typically it's 50-50, which you really have to position your bite in a certain way when that's the deal. Because otherwise you're only getting one flavor. So I think they've learned with that. They've evolved. S'mores was a big evolution for Oreo. They've really come around. And it was good. And it's limited edition for the summer. So if you – I've only – I've heard they've been at Target and like Walmart. So def try it. My next one is hazelnut chocolate, the Nutella. Guys, this one is shockingly good. I do not like Nutella. I don't even care about it. But there is something about this fucking cream, the consistency of it. It's a little it's a little smoother than normal cream. I can't, it's like a little looser, but not in a bad way. It is so it's creamier, is what it is. It's like it doesn't take like, you know how you kind of have to warm up the original cream to kind of get it going. You know what I mean? You gotta get you gotta lick it. <laughs> the the hazelnut cream is like ready to go. Oh, it's so fucking good. All right, I'm down to my last two, guys. I'm down to my last two flavors. I've really had so many fucking Oreos this year. It's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two are dark chocolate Oreos. These taste like truffles. The cream is so rich. It literally tastes like ganache. Like it is a ganache because it's a dark chocolate cream. Oh my God. I am not usually like an uber chocolatey person, but I do love dark chocolate. 
and it is, you know how like Oreo is a brand that can't actually have like a, a high percentage dark chocolate. It'll just scare people away. So it's kind of a milk dark chocolate. Do you know what I mean? But fuck, it is so satisfying. I literally loved it so much. Like I was surprised at how much I love that one. And a lot of you know this already because I just tell people this all the time. My number one Oreo flavor is chocolate peanut butter pie. The peanut butter is salty. The chocolate, not too light, not too dark. The cookie is a graham flavored cookie. There's nothing else I want. Chocolate peanut butter graham. Mmm. So glad the cookie is not chocolate. I would not like this. Would not be my number one if it was a chocolate cookie. Not chocolate salted. Maybe I would try it. That's what I mean. Give me, give me chocolate peanut butter pie with one salted chocolate cookie and then one graham cookie. That's what I want. Oreo. I also want a key lime pie flavor. Have they done that? Like sometimes I question whether I just missed out. Key lime pie, peanut butter and jelly. I would fuck with it. I would with one of each chocolate salty gram on a peanut butter jelly. I want more fruit flavors. Your lemon soaks. It is not good. Step it up. Also, as you guys know, my favorite ice cream flavor is coffee vanilla peanut butter. I would 100% crush that if that was an Oreo. Vanilla cookie with like a creamy peanut butter and coffee filling. Maybe I should work for Oreo. Um, I feel like we just – this was a pitch meeting and I like brainstormed a lot for them. I'll send them a copy of this episode. But got a lot of good ideas flowing. And I've and Oreo, I recognize the evolutions you guys are making and I approve of them, but there's some more that need to happen. Just DM me. Well, guys, I don't know if I have a fave of the week. You know what? It's, it's honestly – it's weed. <laughs> weed is there for me. And every emotion, can I tell you? Um, the only thing is like it just keeps running out and you're just like, oh, again? But I forgive you because you're my fave of the week. Um, really getting me through this stressful time. Well, thanks for listening to like my diary this week. I feel like I need to title this episode like Gray's Diary, um, which honestly I kind of enjoyed. It was a nice outlet <laughs> to voice some um, anxieties, to get it out there. I think I feel a little better. Well, I've honestly got to get back to closed chair because sports bar um, happy hour is coming up soon and I got to finish the closed chair. So I got to get y'all out of here. But as always, I'm fucking obsessed with you for listening to this, as you know. DM me on Insta if you have anything to say, like what Oreo flavor do I need to try next? What is your favorite? You know I am always open for Oreo talk 24-7. I'm an open Oreo hotline. Um, also, I don't know. Just send me positive vibes. <laughs> Let's manifest a good job for me. Okay, that's all. I'll see y'all next week. Bye.